Hey, Scott. So we're back. It, we are. It's been uh, it's been two months. Yeah, we've been uh, we've been busy, uh, really busy. It's been a while since I've you. Yeah. Um. So uh, I guess we should catch people up with stuff. Um, yeah, just fill people in. Yeah. So I guess the big thing is that uh, last week was that last week. Man, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Last week we announced uh that Geek by Night is coming back. Um which seemed to go over pretty well. Uh um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so uh yeah, so we're we're uh, co-writing sort of a Geek by Night relaunch. Um and we're we're going to be looking for writers and stuff for that. Uh actually we are currently looking for writers. Um, for the writing staff for that show. And uh, so that's happening. And that should be coming out like, I don't know, sometime. We haven't exactly decided on a We're kind launch. of like, we're kind of like early 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Although I did have an idea that I wanted to throw by by you, but we'll we'll do that off, off mic. Okay, um, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, something like that. Uh, I mean, so you guys, you guys have waited like fucking six years. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 want it to be you know we're kind of you know we're kind of doing the dance with dragons method where it's like we when it when it comes out it'll be it'll be worth it yeah you know? hopefully we, I mean uh, I, I know we both really want it to be like the highest possible quality yes of, of show absolutely um definitely definitely yeah I mean because the big thing with this is because okay so we're we're it's we're essentially rebooting it except we're not doing it the way that they do it in Hollywood where they like recast everybody. Um, most of the cast is coming back with the exception of a couple of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's really cool. I guess for those of you who don't even know what geek by night is, which I <laughs> suppose is a possibility. Um, geek by night was a audio drama, uh, podcast series that I created in 2007, six, seven, um, seven. Yeah. And it got, it got, uh, pretty big for the time um that was before like podcasts really blew up um which really just happened like kind of recently i would say mm-hmm. um but uh yeah so uh i created this thing and it got pretty big uh and we had a really really like rabid fan base and everything and it was really cool um but unfortunately Due to lots of behind the scenes stuff, we were only ever ever able to make ten episodes. Um, a lot of that is my fault, just because my life got crazy. Um, and no, we got were young. Away. Yeah, and uh, and because you know it was uh, I don't. It was it was hard to. I guess like I I blame myself mostly because like I was not nearly as organized as I am now. I'm sure. Um, and so I would just be like, yeah, we got an episode done. Let's put it out. And <laughs> <laughs> that was the, just the worst decision. Start um, the machine. Yeah. So um, so we're not going to make that the, that mistake this time. We're actually going to finish season one before it comes out. So um, that'll be good. Um but yeah, so that was that was that was what it was, and it was about uh, these peop- these friends who ran a comic book shop and also got superpowers. Um, only they didn't really become superheroes; they kind of just hung around and had this guy Max Carmichael, who was like a evil store owner, and they got into hijinks with him. Um, but uh, the new version is, you know, it. I I've had people read that script that. Um, like uh, Kevin Ziegler, who who played Elliot uh, in in the show, Elliot um, Mach two, right? Elliot Mach two, exactly. John Pavlich, Mach one, Kevin Ziegler, Mach two. Um, he read the script, uh, and he can't be Elliot this time um, because he's too busy with his freelance work as an artist uh, and a he, killer, right? But he read the script because he was curious, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, go ahead." And he said that it was he called it the best reboot that he's ever read because. Uh, it feels like the old show, but also like doesn't really at oh, all. Like th- it, that's good to hear. Yeah. So I was like, I that's that. really awesome. Um, he was, he was really, really happy and really sad that he doesn't have the time to do it this time. <laughs> um, 
But uh, yeah, so that was kind of the big news. Like that's what Nick and I were sort of distracted by. Like there was holiday stuff, but then we really wanted to push out that 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 first script. Um, so we yeah. finished it. It's uh, it's like extra long. <laughs> it's, it's it's like pretty. It's like feature length. Right. Yeah, because it's two episodes. Um, but it's <clears> not going to air as two episodes. It's going to air as one, like special kind of kind of like deep breath. Premiere. That was that was kind of what we were talking about. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's been fun. I don't know. Like just putting it back together. It's been a lot of fun. It's, Um, it it has been really, really positive. Um, I mean, I know, I know writing it was a really kind of, I mean, I think, I think we just got the hard stuff out of the way. Um, but you know, because like we 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 plotlined it. I mean, we outlined it to shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, we broke we broke the first episode like four times. Yeah, I mean, just destroy, yeah. rebuild, destroy, like we do. Yeah, and um, but yeah, so when it finally came time to write it, and we wrote we wrote episode one in like two weeks, and that's I not think- even entirely accurate because in those two weeks there was a week where we didn't do anything because sure. I got busy. <clears throat> so, of course, yeah. We did like the first, the first act or first two acts, and then we there was like a week where we didn't do anything, and then we wrote acts uh, three through six like in like five two days. days. Yeah, like, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if it was five days. It might, you might be right. It might be closer to like two or three days. I know. I wrote. I know my bit of act three. I wrote in one night. Yeah. Um. Because I was. Because I mean, at that point, act three is all like dominoes falling so it came out really quickly right um but yeah and then you know we we wrote it and we were both pretty proud of it and then we started sending it to to the team and i mean i i mean i i I hadn't heard that kevin read it but that's great but like i think like who who's i mean like the entire cast has read it and yeah had pretty warm responses Um, yeah everybody seems to like be really happy with it um, yeah with how it turned out so new new members and old right yeah so i'm i'm really excited that it's gonna be able to work for i think <clears throat> i think nick and i we wrote enough into this new version that is sort of like callbacks to the original show sure that it still feels like even though <clears throat> even though it's not a continuation it still kind of feels like it is it's sort of it's kind of like a relaunch yeah and that you know it it would be really i don't think we ever needed to talk about this i think we just assumed but i think it would have been extremely uh pretentious of us to assume that after you know nearly a decade we could just like start at episode 7 right. of series 1 right um and and honestly like i think you as a writer certainly you as a writer and and me as a writer have have grown to where like I don't think we would want to make the Geek by Night that we were making in 2007. No, definitely not. Um, definitely not. Yeah, and like in, in, in that show, I mean, we were always going to have like a soft spot for that show because it did what it did, you know? Yeah. And it we were doing something right, you know what I mean? I mean, because it's people are still talking about it. But yeah, it's, it's something that new listeners will be able to – it's kind of like the way I watch um, – the way I watch like Star Trek. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, like, I never really, or like the way I watch like a Marvel movie, like I didn't, I never, I don't know who like Baron Von Strucker is, you know? Right. But then, so I hear people in the, like, in the audience, like, oh my God, like, who's that? Um, but hopefully I'll, I'll be able to enjoy it just as a story, you know? But then right. if you have been, if you have been with us for a few years, there's enough little, uh, little gifts in there, little presents for people you know yeah yeah absolutely yeah um so i i'm really excited for that uh we're we're doing we're writing episode two right now while we put our writer's room together um so if you're interested in 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 being a writer for the show you can send us an email contact at uh duelinggenre.com um, dueling, which which brings up our next thing, uh, dueling mm-hmm. genre is duelinggenre.com is the new home for not writing um, and everything that Nick and I do. So, uh, with the exception being the Doctor's Companion, which I think 
is fine on its own website. Um, but uh, everything Nick and I do are like this podcast and Geek by Night, as well as like any short films that I direct and things. That's all going to be under the banner of Dueling Genre Productions at DuelingGenre.com, um, which is a change uh, because you know I had to leave uh, Mind Robber um, because I just don't I just don't have the time to do that show anymore. Um, any of those shows, so. Um, so yeah, so now we're at Dueling Genre. Happy, happy new year. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, so now we're at, uh, we're at Dueling Genre and it's, um, I think it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be cool for a while. Like there's not going to really be much in the way of content other than not writing. Um, but like I said, eventually down the road, uh, it will be the home for Geek by Night, um, which will those two those will probably be the two like main podcasts will be those, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll have uh we'll have like video content and stuff as well. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because um, Cupid Division is uh wrapping up post production right now, so it should come out in the next. I mean, I I really wanted to get it out before Valentine's Day. I'm not sure that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, like these things just take time um sure. time that i wish they didn't take but you know. <laughs> uh so i i know that um i know that i uh that'll be up soon and then severance will be up a couple months after that so those will be my those are my first two short films and those will, those will both be on uh dueling genre um and then eventually uh unexceptional which is the one that i'm directing in march oh, um starting in march yeah so that'll that'll come out in March, or that'll that'll be that'll start at production in March and probably come out in the fall. Um, so lots of things in 2015. <laughs> lots Big of things. Yeah, and that's to say nothing of the comic book, uh, which is also coming out this year. So look at you, Max Landis, with your I know. half a dozen projects. <laughs> I know. Yeah, all these projects that have been lined up for a while, they're all finally coming out. Um, yeah, well, that's the way it works, man. You know, you. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of, you know, I I, I have a lot. You know, you you you, uh, you see all kinds of stuff on the internet of like projects. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Like everyone's making stuff. You know, which is great. It's you know, it, it's really cool that you know, the democratized nature of you know making stuff like creating stuff, YouTube, podcasts, movies. But one thing that I've I've kind of Notice is how people like market that, you know, like market themselves. And I've learned, I don't know, maybe this is just my personal style. Like, you know, sometimes you have to see what you don't like in order to see what you do like. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like the style of just Beyonce, you know, just dropping an album. Right. Like no hype, no like hashtag four days or you know what i mean like i I, guess well especially because like it's one thing if like you know if uh if if like childish gambino instagrammed a photo of like um a laptop open with like garage band you know what i mean right you're like oh man what's what is that because it's childish gambino you know right but if like todd your roommate (laughs) <laughs> you know, it was like in the studio, hashtag like, you know, it's like, well, what do you, I don't know. Like the hype game has always been really weird to me. Uh-huh. You know, like it's coming. I I, 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 I always thought it's so much more dope to just, just like, hey, I've been making this for the past few months. Here it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, That's definitely true. So I, it's, it's just, uh, it's just funny that we're having this conversation. Meanwhile, we're like announcing Geek by Night like a year before it comes out. Yeah, yeah, definitely total hypocrisy. But like, I mean, but <laughs> we could have announced it like back in August, you know? That's true. When we first decided to do it and got the cast on board and everything, it felt really cool to be like, we have this script, we have this cast, we have every, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, definitely. and yeah, and like, because I mean, about you, you kind of do have to. It, it it felt really good to tell people that it's coming, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that really that really warmed my heart to see people still 
enthusiastic about it after so many years, you know? Yeah. And I'm just someone who was kind of cursor. <laughs> My involvement in Mach 1 of the show really never got to come to fruition. That's uh, true. That's but. true, because you were you became my. It's funny because we, in a lot of ways, we really are just continuing the show from where we left off. Because <laughs> yeah, because starting with episode eleven, you were going to take over as uh, my like co producer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was going to be and, the Carlton cues to your to your Damon Lindelof, so to speak. Right, right, right. Starting with episode eleven, and then we wrote that whole back half of the season. And we just couldn't get it off the ground because of scheduling difficulties and all kinds of things. And so as a result, no one heard those episodes because they never got produced. Yeah. Um, no, they I we wrote like entire episodes. Yeah, no, um, we we wrote that whole the whole we finished the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um like we were we were done and <laughs> and we just <laughs> didn't get to uh, produce them. Um but they were good, and I still I still look back on those later episodes, and I'm still like really proud of them. They're just sad that we never got to make them. It was, it was kind of you know that old Whedon rule where like after episode six it starts getting good, you know? Yeah, where the show really started to become what the show was because it's really interesting hearing you describe you know the elevator pitch to Geek by Night where it's like oh four you know you know young people get superpowers and they gotta it's like yeah that kind of is what the show is in the first six episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, that is not necessarily going to just be what the show is in the new version. Um, of course, yeah. No, yeah. we're. I'm really, I'm really excited for old listeners to see what we what we've done to the universe. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I I'm I kind of admire how uh, kind of big we went with the changes. You know what I mean? Yeah, we made some pretty big changes. Um, we made some pretty big changes. And we also sort of like – we did this weird thing where we we sort of – I talked to Nick about what the plan was for like season two and three of Geek by Night. And we sort of took uh, – in the original show and we sort of took those concepts and we sort of merged them with uh, with the season one Geek by Night story – and then we – and then even then, we sort of like backtracked everything about four weeks. <laughs> sure. We were like, okay, well, what if we started here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so it's really – it's a really like weird way that we sort of uh, re- are relaunching the show. Um, it's really – I don't know. I'm really excited about it though. Uh, and I think I'm really proud of the first episode and I'm really proud of – our concept and outline for for the the second episode. Oh no, I I remember when we were done breaking episode two, and we were both like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, I <laughs> 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 yeah, um, yeah. Episode one is sort of our love letter to Geek by Night and to the fans, to the old fans, and hopefully it's a, it's enough there that new fa- will get new fans from it as well because it feels new. It does feel new. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't feel like we're like even when we are like kind of treading old ground, it doesn't feel like we are. It'll um, only be old ground if you if you were familiar with it. Right. It doesn't feel like it is at all. That that was kind of our goal. We didn't want it to be too too meta in jokey, you know? Yeah. But yeah, but then episode two is very much like a mission statement of what the show is now. Yeah. It's it's really us throwing down the gauntlet and being like, this is what this show's going to be capable of. Um, so, which is why we wanted to. Which is why we wanted to take a year. Yeah, yeah. We, we we want it to be like I know, like I'm I'm really excited by you know since the sort of um, since Geek by Nights um, in in the time of Geek by Nights hiatus, we've really seen podcasts start to come of age. Uh-huh. Like we've seen like you know what the fuck and like Welcome to Night Vale and. All this serial, right? And I'm I'm not saying that like we were ever at that level because we weren't, but it's kind of like okay, well, where does Geek by Night belong? What can it? Where like what's its place now in this world of podcasting in this new like decade? You know, right? And like I'm excited to try and maybe reach if I you know if we can get like thirty percent of Night Vale, you know, yeah, that would be great, you know. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, w- I mean, I would just like the show to get big enough that we can do like a like a uh, a panel at a convention or something. That you that's know? always been the dream is to do like a live reading at like, well, not Dragon Con, but like, like <laughs> oh, shots fired, shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> but like like Wizard World, you know, like that would be dope. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't it? Okay. Uh, no, it I would not be dope. Trust me. Okay, I don't know. Wizard don't World know. is terrible. Um, I don't know from I don't know from cons. Yeah, well, fair enough. Like maybe like C two E two or like WonderCon or New York okay. Con or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's that. That's what we're like kind of focusing on. Um, although it's funny because as soon as we finish episode two of Geek by Night and we start uh, start like moving the the writers room um, into uh, into Drive. Uh, mm-hmm. we're going to go and like, go write this other screenplay thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think is funny. That has nothing to do with geek by night. No. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So that's why we need a writer's room. Um, cause yeah, we're yeah. not writing every episode. That's not going to happen. Although we have discussed how that's going to work. And we've both agreed that the only way an episode gets made is if we are like, we want to steal the episode away from the no. writer that's writing it. And like we were, we were joking, but I, like I, I remember like thinking the other day, like God, I'm prob, I'm, I'm probably not going to get to write the Mindy episode. Yeah, and that, <laughs> that made me really sad because like I'm already kind of obsessed with the Mindy episode, right? And we don't even know when that's going to be, <laughs> right? No, we have no idea. Um, but it's like, oh, it's the Mindy episode. It's going to be so good. I know. <laughs> Yeah, so it's uh, it's it's we're we're really trying to hit a high mark of quality. Um, if yeah, if we're not extremely jealous of every episode that goes out the door, uh, then I, we're doing something wrong. So we want to make sure that that's that's what we want to write. If we don't want to write every single episode, like that's yeah. that's a problem. So we want to make sure that that's how we feel about every single episode that goes out the door. Um, and hopefully, uh, that will translate to you all feeling the same way. No. Yeah. And like, I'm, I don't know. I really like how muscular, um, these first two episodes are mm-hmm. like, they really feel like big, complete statements. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like how like a Marvel movie feels like its own thing, but it's also like the larger, like a smaller piece of a whole, you know? Right. Right. Um, not that it gets that like epic, but I think it, I think I think it gets that like emotionally epic, in my opinion. You know? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, so uh, really, really looking forward to that. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's gonna be good. The first um, shot is close up of the grave of Jeff Gibson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Big, big, big changes. Big changes. <laughs> that's not one of them. No. That's a joke. Everybody, calm down. Um, alive. Yeah, he's alive and and well-ish. Um, well-ish. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, so that's that's uh, that's that. What what have what else have you been? What else have you got going on? Because I've just been doing post on on Cupid and pre-production on on uh, unexceptional. Like that's where my focus has been. When yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that. So what have you been up to? Uh, just trying to graduate college. Yeah. Um, and all of the emotional turmoil that that entails, you know, mm-hmm. like just, uh, I, I remember, uh, I had like, we have this big meeting with, um, the seniors have this big meeting with all of our professors, um, where they're like, they kind of assess where you're at now, you know, kind of going into your final year. Yeah. Like, like stop, stop, stop smoking pot in the bathroom or like, you're doing really good, you know? And they were like, so what? What do you think about senior year? And I was like, "Well, it's a lot like dying." <laughs> and they they looked at me and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Well, no, no, but like, you know, it's like you, you can see the end coming, and you you start to make peace with what you're what you can do, but also what you're probably not going to be able to do. And like, there are these people that are going to be around after you go, and you kind of start to care about more. You start to care about them a little more, right? And you start to kind of make choices that will, you know, and and it's it's been cool. Um, 
I uh, did something really – I haven't done this in a long time, but I saw that um, this coming Sunday is uh, a really good friend of mine's birthday. And um, I, 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 uh, I started making her a, a mix CD. Okay. And I don't think I've made a mix CD for someone since like high school. Yeah. And it was really, really I, – I had forgotten how – like what a, what a rabbit hole that can be. Oh yeah, you know, like the curation of it. <laughs> yeah, because I uh, I do that before I work on any new project. Like I make a playlist. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and Have you yeah, seen no, that? it's it's the same process. Like that's usually when I'm like, okay, gonna start writing today, and then I make I make a playlist. Like that's, and then I'm like, okay, well, there's my work for today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I made this. No, yeah. my uh, have Have you seen my Geek by Night playlist? No, I made one on Spotify. Um, it's called GBN because I didn't want to – I made it while we were writing it. And I didn't want to say like Geek by Night returns 2015. Like so it's kind of <laughs> – Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's weird. It's a, it's a, it's a fun playlist. It's got some um, – it's got some blink. Nice. It, it's, it's a combination of – and this – okay, I don't want to – it's a combination of like – where the character, where certain characters are at, but then also where they're going. Mm. Nice. So, so like, there's, like, some Blink-182 and, like, some Bouncing Souls, you know? Oh. There's some Soul Asylum. Nice. But but then there's also, like, the Amazing Spider-Man soundtrack. Oh, very good. So. I like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but, but then, but then, but that's kind of, like, always, like... Yeah, I, I I really enjoy making console uh, projects for like projects that I'm doing playlists for projects that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like I have one for I made one for constellations. I made one for this play that I wrote. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, I have one for the the other thing. Um, <laughs> right. So do I. <laughs> yeah, of course. I would be fascinated to hear yours because I think our playlists for the other thing are very different. Probably. Which will be interesting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so like, but making a making one for a person is like a whole nother thing, right? Because it's like, okay, well, wait, where does this start, and like, where does it finish, and like, well, is this, is this, is is you know, I, I like this song, but is it important to the overall theme of the mix? You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, I I was I was uh, I used to make a lot of mix CDs for people back in high school. Hmm. That was kind of how I how I would say things, you know? Yeah. Like go fuck yourself. Here's a CD. <laughs> Here's a CD. It's nothing but All Star by Smash Mouth. <laughs> um, did you? Uh, oh, this is. Uh, have I ever told you this story? So there was this girl that um, I had a huge crush on in high school. Her name was. Uh, her name was Andy. Okay. Andy with an I. Um, and I was like, that's a cool name for a girl. I might use that in a book someday. Uh, and, uh, and she was really cool. And so I made her like a mix CD and I'm just going to, Scott, it, I was, I was, uh, I was a senior in high school. Um, the first track was El Scorcho by Weezer. Mm. If that, so if that tells you anything. All right. Um, and then she also wanted to, um, that was my senior year of high school. All I was doing was reading and letting people borrow the Scott Pilgrim books. Uh huh. Um, and so she was like, oh, like I've always wanted to read those. And so I put the CD in the back of Scott Pilgrim Volume 1. Uh-huh. And so one day at lunch, I was like, oh, here's that Scott Pilgrim book you wanted to borrow. And she's like, oh, thank you. And I just deuced. Yeah. Before, I was like, she's going to notice the CD in the back. And it's going to be super fucking like Seth cohen and sweet. <laughs> and she never brought it up. <laughs> 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 never talked about it. Never. She gave me back the book like a couple days later. Oh man! <laughs> so like that's rough. Yeah, I mean it was it was high school, but yeah, I, uh, I'll uh, uh, I always remember that. Um, yeah. What I about mean, you? Do you have any? What's that? Do you have any like what, what were some important mixes in your life? Mixes? Yeah. Um I can't. I don't know because I I don't I uh I don't. I'll be honest, like it because I was in high school like a lot earlier than you were. <laughs> sure. Um, I didn't have access to a CD burner until much later in life. 
Do you ever um, do make? Do you ever do mixtapes? I'm trying to remember. I I don't think I did. Not for anyone. I would make them for myself. Sure. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I I had a different. I had a different. I had a very different uh, childhood. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I, it was just. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was just in that awkward phase where like there was new technology, but you kind of sort of needed to be like a millionaire. Well, not a millionaire, but like at least in in the you know, yeah, upper echelon range of of money, your family. Yeah. Um. And and I just was not at all. Um, like, like, oh my god, Tiffany's got an iPod. Yeah, right. Like I did. I mean, like I didn't even get a cell phone until I was like nineteen. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and in and, and even then, it was like a flip phone. Like it was just. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I, uh, I don't know. It was just uh, I don't remember really. I don't remember that. I remember like lots of notes and things. Mm-hmm. You know, like passing notes and whatnot, but I don't, I don't remember ever making a mixtape for anyone. And if I did, it obviously wasn't a very memorable experience for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still have um, this mix in my car that I, I it's it's in the glove compartment, and I like forgot about it. But like uh, my prom date made it for me, mm. and it's got like a little cat, um, like a little cat in like sharpie, like a yeah. little of a cat. And I don't know. Sometimes I'll put that on because, like, I don't. Um, I still don't know what a lot of the songs are called. Yeah, because I put it on my laptop, and it was like track one, track two, track three. I was like, oh, oh okay. yeah, right. And then you know, sometimes one, sometimes I'll be like at a bar, and like one of the songs will be playing it. I'm like, holy fuck! And then like I'll like Shazam it. Yeah, and it's like, oh I my guess God. Uh, I guess Bethany made me a mix CD when oh, we yeah? first started dating. Yeah, she did. I remember that now. Yeah, she made me she made me like one or two. Um and then I made her like a bunch, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh now that I remember, now that I'm thinking about it, um and it was all stuff like uh, we liked very different kinds of music and then it was like about us like trying to find middle ground, I guess. So we were like oh. try this, try this, try this, you know? Yeah. So it wasn't really it wasn't necessarily like like oh this this is like how I how feel I about feel. you like it wasn't anything, <laughs> it wasn't anything like that I mean there was obviously like emotion behind it but not like that kind of like it was, I'm, it was I'm a, bleeding all over the CD kind of emotion it was like an exploration mix right exactly here here's a little bit about me right and then I got a little bit about her and then back and forth yeah. um a few times so I remember I remember that um these are my twenty you, favorite Oingo Boingo songs <laughs> right. Yeah, um, I did. I did make her uh, like a. I think I made her like a two volume like best of the cure. I'm pretty sure that was one of them. Nice. Um, and then some other stuff too. Uh, but yeah, that was like that was how she discovered like a lot of the music that um that I I like that now she likes too is like she would be listening to like one song all the time. She's like, I want more from that, and so then I just give her the whole album. You know, there you go. Yeah. yeah, stuff like that. So I. Uh... I um I I made a playlist for uh for constellations, like e- even even before the show was officially like in the season, mm-hmm. and like from the day from like even before rehearsal started, I always knew what song was going to play at the beginning of the show, and I knew what song was going to play at the end of the show, and um I went in so like the first day of rehearsal like I that was already part of like the run you know. And I um, and I made this like it became like this fifty song playlist of just music that like to me was like the soul of the show, and um, the the two leads because it was just a guy and a girl ended up like following it or whatever you do on Spotify with the playlist, mm-hmm. and I would I would walk up to them and they would be like oh I'm listening to this and they would be listening to music from the playlist. Wow. And so, like, the show really had, like, a soundtrack in in, in a really kind of, like, organic way. And it, it kind of added to it, – it gave another layer of of emotion and humanity, not to get too pretentious, but it kind of made the show a bit more, like – I don't know. It just added something to it, and it was really cool. Huh. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm a big – yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I would ever – I haven't directed – a movie, but I don't know. I kind of relate to those stories of like Cameron Crowe having a little CD, like a little boombox on set. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean, I would, I could, I could see myself uh, doing that in not short films. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just that everything on a short film is so go 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 that it's of course. Yeah, it's um. Guys, everyone, hard. stop and listen to this. Right. <laughs> right. This is the um, crazy horse. Yeah. Uh. So. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 fun. I like I like doing that. Um. I I I like. I especially like writing to music. I think almost more than anything. Yeah. 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 Um. I think that that's. That's really I, – I just love, like, making that playlist the first time. Yeah. Because um, I have one for the in, for the inside, too. Um, That's one I would like to listen to. Yeah. There's there's one for the inside. It's all just, like – it's all, like, thriller and horror movie music. Sure. Like Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's, like, stuff like that. And then it's, like, Cabin in the Woods and mm. – um, the evil, the evil dead remake soundtrack, which is so good. Um, oh, no, yeah. and, uh, stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, yeah well, I really like doing that. That's fun. That James Horner, amazing Spider-Man soundtrack is the oh, best it's part so of that, good. The best part of that whole movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's so funny too. When you read like his interviews, like where they're like, what? Of course. Why didn't you come back? And he's like, because the movie was terrible. I didn't want to score that. <laughs> <You> kidding me? <laughs> so funny. Cause I just assumed like, Oh, they, they dropped him for the bigger name. Like that's what I assumed happened. Mm-hmm. I, I assumed incorrectly. Yeah, no, it's that's um... really funny. Uh, and no, like, and like, uh, um, no, thanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm really interested I I I I I I geek out about a score, like when I hear the like Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL are doing Batman and Superman, but Hans Zimmer's doing Superman and Junkie XL is doing Batman. Like I really geek out about that. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh God, you remember back in the eight? Not remember, but I remember reading back in the eighties where um Batman was supposed to have a dual soundtrack. And Michael Jackson was supposed to do the Batman songs and Prince was supposed to do the Joker. Whoa. And it was going to be this like double concept album slash like soundtrack. That's amazing. Yeah. And then like stuff happened, you know. Yeah. But we still had Prince. We did still have Prince. Still had Bat Dance. We did still have Bat Dance. I feel like soundtracks are really making a comeback like these past couple of years. Yeah, like, I think so. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy that the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack was like, uh, it's like platinum. I think like that's, yeah, that's like nuts. one of the it's like and then Frozen. I mean, that's a, yeah. Um, that's even crazier because like Guardians is just a playlist. Like it's just a soundtrack. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I was um I was really excited about the Amazing Spider-Man Two soundtrack because it was going to be like Hans Zimmer, but then Pharrell. Uh huh. And then, like, Alicia Keys, and then it just ended up being, like, what it was, but... Yeah, too bad about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did you... I just I just read this. Did you hear that there was going to be a Neighbors 2? Yeah, I just read that as well. That's... That's... Bizarre. That thing. That's bizarre. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Comedy sequels are interesting. Comedy sequels are, are, are interesting because they tend to just sort of repeat what the first one did. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like they're like the perfect example of like sort of a copy of a copy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, let's just do the same thing again. Oh, only not as good this time. It's like all all comedy sequels are like that. I can't I can't think of a comedy sequel that isn't like that. At least in the case of like Twenty Two Jump Street, it is like that, but it constantly calls itself out for it. Yeah. Um, so it sort of works. You know, and it does enough new things in it. Like half of that movie is brand new kinds of jokes, you know? Sure. Yeah. Um, and then the other half is all callbacks and meta stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, when you do a comedy and you do a sequel to a comedy, it's like it's never as good. And I don't know, like it's I think it's because they don't treat it like another movie. Right. That's like they're treating it as a sequel. You right. Know? Right, like if you look at Horrible Bosses two, what made what made the Horrible Bosses like fun was like those characters and like that chemistry and like those guys trying to solve a problem. Right, and for some reason, and I'm not going to pretend to be smarter than people in Universal or whatever, but like 
they always are like, or even like the director or the writer, like, oh, they should do the same plot again. Right. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think the reason 22 Jump Street worked is that it kind of felt like episode two of the 21 Jump Street series. Yeah. In or, a way. Yeah. And so, like, you wouldn't, you know, if, if you watch episode one of New Girl, you don't want episode two of New Girl to be her moving into a new apartment with new guys. You know, you, <laughs> right. you, you, you want to see what happens <laughs> next. I would just love that if New Girl was just... Every episode is just her moving in with someone else. And it's just different, like, 30-something comedians. Oh, man. This week, Adam Pally. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. And then I also saw that uh, Netflix is making a live-action Legend of Zelda series. Yeah, I'll believe that when I see it. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that article happen everywhere, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. Netflix, man. They're, I don't know. Like, okay, what? I think the last Netflix series I really got into was uh, BoJack Horseman. Yeah, that was the last one like, for me, too. Which was, like, my favorite, one of my favorite shows of that year. Yeah. But, like, I I, I never got into Marco Polo. No. Um, I, I've been told by, okay, so my brother called me up. Um, and he was like, hey, have you seen the show called Peaky Blinders? Right. Well, but uh, the thing with Peaky Blinders, though, is that it's not it, a it's Netflix an Im- show. It, it's an import. Yeah. Yeah, it's an import. Yeah. But like my brother never recommends stuff to me. So just because it, he was compelled to do it, I almost feel obligated to. Sure. Um, I've been watching a lot of TV, man. Yeah, so have I. Um, I just... I've actually gotten to the point where. There are certain shows that people are like, oh, this is really good. You should watch this. And I'm like, I just – I can't. I just yeah. can't. I'm sorry. Like, like I'm sure like it me. is good. Like like Togetherness or whatever. Oh, God. Yeah. I want to I want to watch it, but I can't. I just can't. Oh, I just don't have any more free time. And it, uh, the other one is uh, Empire. Everyone's saying Empire is oh, so good. <laughs> Empire is just – Empire is kind of what you want Gotham to be. Mm. Where it's like it's this isn't trashy enough, like this isn't crazy enough, right? Um, it really, it really, Empire really hits me in that like entourage, um, gossip girl sweet spot that I love sometimes right. in a show, right? Um, and it's you know, and it's revolutionary because like I've never seen that many minorities in a scene in a television show before, <laughs> right? <laughs> Not since UPN. <laughs> Not since UPN. Yeah, and and like it's just so it's just really. I don't know. I'm I, I'm glad that it's a big hit because it's a huge ratings hit, right? Um, and I'm really excited that like now that it's kind of become part of the zeitgeist in a way, for it to kind of do what Entourage did in season two, where they could start having the real world intersect with the show world, right? More and more because like you know in the pilot, it's like oh like Lil Frofro, we just signed you to the to the record company, but right. like. I was watching an episode the other day and like a Drake song was playing in, in like this this club they were at and I was like, How cool would it be if by next season they just could get Drake? Right. To do like a cameo. <laughs> yeah. But that's fun. Uh together and togetherness is just like a a, tr- a fucking treat. Yeah. Like I, every I really... every Sunday. You know what's funny though, it's like I just don't have time at all because it's like I oh, was I got watching you. Yeah. I was watching um uh Transparent and I watched nine of the ten episodes. And then I just didn't watch it for two months. Oh, no. I, because I, I just I, don't have time. I just didn't have time. And then I finally watched the last episode yesterday. Yeah, um, no, that's, that's where I'm at. I mean, I, I, I haven't seen any of Transparent, but um, is it good? Yeah, it's really good. Okay, good. But yeah, I, it took me a year to start season two of Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. I bought the first two seasons at once because they were like on sale. Yeah. And I watched season one and I was like, that was really great. A year later. Right. And I owned it. I owned the DVD, but I just well, never Well, and that's it. the other thing, too, is it's not just that I don't have time for Empire and Togetherness and other shows of their ilk. Um, like, uh, what's the other one? Um, the CW show, Jane the Virgin. Yep, haven't that, gotten into that. That's another one that I really want to watch, but I just yeah. can't. And and it's not just that I don't have time. It's that I'm also, like, saving myself for other shows that I know are coming. <laughs> Yeah, like fucking Better Call Saul. Yeah, like Better Call Saul and iZombie. Um, yeah. Like those are must-watches for me. 
I've never. I I haven't started the Flash. I haven't seen any of the Flash. Oh, it's so good. I know. I'm, but I'm watching Gotham like a fucking chump. <laughs> that, that makes me. This is how weird I am. Every week, I'm mad that I've seen one more episode of Gotham, <laughs> and I still haven't seen any of the Flash. Uh, have you? Have you? Uh, weren't you watching Arrow? What happened with that? What happened to you with um, with Transparent? Oh, okay. Cause like okay, here's okay, here's what ha- here's what I've done since we last recorded. Cause like this was winter break, right? Um, I, I have to justify it. Um, I watched all of Black Mirror. Like I'm done with Black Mirror. All right. Um, except White Christmas because it's not available on Netflix yet. Okay. Um, I watched all of Broadchurch. Oh yeah, how did that go? Great. I mean, I knew who the killer was by episode three. Um, oh, did you? No, not by my own volition. Oh, um, somebody told you? No, uh, the internet told me. How? How did the internet tell you? I was like, um, I was like, when does season two start? I wonder how much time I have left. And I Google Broadchurch season two, and there was like under the page of like Variety, like Broadchurch season two premieres on the BBC, and it was like the episode, you know, like where you don't even click on the page, but it's just the byline of the page. Oh, it was like the episode starts with the trial of Furfity Furf after he, after that person's you know arrested for the murder of Danny, and I'm like, oh, oh cool, man, <laughs> that sucks. So I just watched the rest of the episode, like knowing who the killer was, but then kind of enjoying that angle. Yeah. I was like, wow, I, they, they really don't play their hand very much. Like, No, I mean, that, that show, I figured out who the killer was, like, it's like eight episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah, I figured out who the killer was around episode six, because at that point, they basically exhausted all of the red herrings. <laughs> yeah. And and so then I was like, okay, so it's this handful of people. And then I was like, I was like, I wonder who could it be? Well, he could do it because of this, or he could do it because of this, or she could do it because of this, blah, 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 blah. And then I, and then I was like, wait a minute, hold on. I'm thinking of it like like I I'm thinking about this from the perspective of like the people in the town or like another character or like reality. I was like, let me think of it from the perspective of a writer. Of these choices, which is the most dramatically interesting? <laughs> yeah, sure. And What's I was the... like I was like, oh, it's that one. And then I was right. <laughs> who's the who's cuz if it was Who, like Who's the one that it would tear the entire town apart? <laughs> sure, I was like, yeah. oh yeah, it's that one. There it is. Because, like, it couldn't just be, like, like the bartender. Because they would be like, oh, dick. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. What's your fucking problem? Why are you... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh. And, then, um, and then I heard season two sucked and I was almost kind of relieved. No, season two is great. Oh, okay. I've heard from people that it's really bad. No, it's amazing. It's incredible. Okay, okay cool, cool. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, no. shit. Yeah, no, season two is so, so good. Okay, that's good. Um, um, no, I'm like then, I, I I burned through like I watched the first episode, and then I and then I I sat on the other ones for a while mm-hmm. um, until I had like four to watch in a row, and then I oh, was it those, over? Those four? No, not yet. Okay, it's got three more episodes, I think. Um, and I watched those in a row, and I was just like, oh my god, like oh, it's so good. I love and, it. Uh, it's I basically. Start- I mean, it's basically Broadchurch season two. If Broadchurch season one is the first half of an Law and Order episode, Broadchurch season two is the second half of a Law and Order. Episode. Oh, good. Yeah, there you go. Um, but it's really good. It's it's really good. That's good. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah. No, Olivia Coleman's great. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. And she's secretly in all of your favorite things. I know. Like I, she I was. Know. In, I just realized she was in Locke. Oh, was she? She was. Uh, have you seen Locke? No, not yet. Okay, I'm not going to tell you who she is, but it, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like, what else did I? I started Gilmore Girls. I'm almost done with the first season. Yeah, um, it's great. I mean, <laughs> it's so good. I know it's really good. Uh, it's really then, hard to like just watch one episode too. No, yeah, because they go down so smooth. Yeah. Um, and then you, and also, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of. Do you ever watch something and you think about what this show would have done to you if you had seen it when it originally came out? Yes, I think about I, that. Or, yeah. So I, I, I'm watching Gilmore Girls and I'm like, wow, if I had seen this when I was like 13, 14, I would have, I, I would have had the most all-consuming crush on like Rory Gilmore. 
You know what's funny is when I watched that show, I think it was, I think it was twenty when I started watching that show. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was very begrudgingly, and then I oh I wow, actually, so that was like towards the end of the run. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't watch it on TV because the uh, as 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 has nothing has changed on the CW. Um, I, at when it was the WB, I mean, the advertisements for their shows were awful. No, sure. Yeah, so it was just like it, it would just you no know the advertisements would just be like be like Rory can't get her stuff together. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. Like, like it was just <laughs> like I don't want to watch that show. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's like the same thing. Like when I watch ads, like because I watch, I tend to watch Arrow and Flash live as they air, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I'll see commercials for like Jane the Virgin, and I'll just be like, that does not look like a show I want to watch at all. That's uh, I'm I. That's why I've never seen an episode of Cougar Town. Yeah, yeah. Because the ads that play at, at like movie theaters and stuff, I like. I want to punch that show in the face. Yeah. Oh, I and don't. Like, I don't blame you. The terrible ads. Um. But uh. Yeah. So okay. So I never is, watched is it, it when it was on. Yeah. Um. But I watched it when I was like twenty. And no, I had the same. I was like, I was like, oh man, like I have such a crush on Rory. Like, uh, it's insane. Like she's amazing. Yeah. And then. Watching it now because I'm I'm rewatching the show now with with Bethany. Oh, cool! Now because because I'm like 29, almost 30. Now I'm just like Lorelai is the most amazing person on the planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's like a generational thing. Yeah, it's so weird because now you... I I I I have way more in common with with Lorelai than I ever did with Rory. No, definitely. It's 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 crazy. I just... God, can you can you imagine living in that town? No. <laughs> like and having just these two women that are like this like like coming of age rites of passage that you like are attra- like like crushes. Yeah. It's so weird. It's such a such a simple such a great idea for and that's not what the show's about. But like I, I, I love I don't know, there's just I mean, I feel weird talking about it because like it's Gilmore Girls, like everyone knows that it. it's awesome now, but Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just really comforting. <laughs> It is so comforting, and there's it's, you it's know, my go to it's my go to like sick watch. Oh yeah, yeah, it's the best like soup and like hot tea show. Oh yeah, absolutely. And yeah, that's I, definitely my jam. And I, you know, you need I need that right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a good. It's a it's a good. It's really good. Um, yeah, then, I I uh, I totally understand like why you're not watching uh the flash although it's funny because um uh my friend jake he watched um he watched the flash before he was caught up with arrow and then they got to the crossover episode and he was just like he was just like yeah i can watch this and then got spoiled by like five things in a row at the end of the episode sure (laughs) of stuff that hadn't happened on arrow yet but uh how far into arrow did you get um it's like halfway through season one not even that. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on Netflix real quick. Um, <laughs> an, another thing, um, I have Fargo. I bought Fargo on iTunes with like a gift card I got. Uh, I know, I know. Um, <laughs> there's just you know, and then I have you know physical friendship and friendships and relationships <laughs> that I need to physical manage. Physical friendships. I have those. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, uh, I it got to the point where when they announced that Hannibal wasn't coming back until the summer, I was actually relieved. Oh, me too. Me too. I was like, I was oh, like thank oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't deal with that show in the spring again. I just yep. can't. More things need to stop for a year. I, you know, I am so on board the thirteen episode and out plan. Like, yeah, so on board. I wish more um, shows would do that. I am on episode nine of Arrow. Oh, okay. So, like, not even where it started getting good. You're like a third of the way through. Yeah. The first season. And I already know what happens, like... You're really bad about getting yourself spoiled. I just... I just don't try. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, I'm never... Like, I never try to get spoiled. I just... I've I've never been, like, a plugging my ears kind of guy. Right. I'll just be like scrolling on my Facebook and it's like, oh, Tyrion died. And I'll be like, well, okay, well, I'll deal with that. <laughs> I know that now. Oh, thankfully that didn't happen. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Um, Jack White has been banned from uh, University of Oklahoma. No, well, that's sad. Yeah, he's kind of a <laughs> jerk. Uh, anyway. All right, well, I guess that's and, that. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome to the uh, welcome to the new administration. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Uh. So. So. I guess we should, like, actually, um, communicate with our listeners now. Um. You know what? Yeah. Like, I. I. I kind of. I think what. Um. Scott and I were talking because, like, we know we we know that it's been two months since we last recorded. Mm-hmm. And I think what to give the listeners, um, you know, to, to look into camera three for a little bit. Um, what, what not writing is in my brain, because it's about us not doing something in my, and I told Scott this, I, in my brain, I would never want to do it because it would be sending signals that it was procrastinating. Right. Cause like, Hey, do you want to record not writing? And I'd be like, no, I kind of just want to write. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So I, I think that now that this is sort of the flagship show of dueling genre mm-hmm. i think not writing is kind of going to undergo some structural changes and maybe be more of a like mind robbers type show yeah i mean it'll be it won't be it won't ever be like structured yeah it won't ever be structured um because that'll kind of defeat the fun but um yeah we'll, we'll probably come in with a little bit more of a plan than we used to um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I because I I think people I know coming from someone who's a always been a fan of shows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, but you know, you you I've always I've always loved having a show like this to have on me in my pocket, you know. Mm-hmm. And I know I would be bummed if we didn't have a show where listeners could listen to us talk about like like the Avengers or like better call Saul. You know what I mean? Right. Um so yeah, so I think I think that's kind of what not writing is going to be in this new year. Right. Um but it's still also going to be the show that you know and love. Right. Luck- luckily uh luckily not writing is vague enough that as long as we're not writing. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like it, it it's not like it's, it's not like the name of the show is like the Jericho podcast, you know. Like, <laughs> right. Now we're going to talk about Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what what podcast did I download? Um, one of the saddest things, this is the one of the weirdest things is um I used to listen to this podcast called um the the Lost Cast. Yeah. And it was these three dudes from like Dallas that would just talk about Lost every week. Right. And they would just, you know, like an episode would come out and they would process like what was that book that, you know, Locke was reading. And so the final episode aired and I'm listening to Lost Cast and they're like, "Well, that's it. The show's over. Bye, guys. And then it just ends. And I'm like, I'm, I'm never gonna hear these voices again. <laughs> and I've been listening to the show for like four years. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that it's just done now. Right. But yeah. I mean, I guess it's better that than uh, there were like some Smallville podcasts that like kept going. Oh, like, really? After the after Smallville ended. Um, yeah. And it was like, okay, guys, like yeah. <laughs> let it go. Well, what we're saying is the Doctor's Companion will end in 2015. <laughs> no, luckily uh, that has lots of content still. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. So uh, that's that's not going anywhere. Um, yeah, that show's really easy to do. Um, we just did it today. Yeah, we did. Uh, this this show's easy to do too because we're not going to like do anything extracurricularly. Yeah, I I wouldn't I I wouldn't do good with a uh, with a reading list, so to speak. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I mean, that was one of the things. That's why I couldn't do anything on Mind Robbers anymore. It was like everything was homework for that show or for those shows. Um, I almost, I, I almost co-hosted. For it. I almost co-hosted a couple times. Yeah. And I just, I couldn't find a copy of Highlander. Right. Right. Um, so it, I just, it's, it was just too much, and so I had to go. Um, and now my and my priorities are just elsewhere now, so it's way easier to do like an easy show like not writing, yeah. um, and then the Doctor's Companion being my only homework show is mm-hmm. uh, it's a relief. Um, and now I have way more time to write Geek by Night and write other things, and that's where my focus needs to be. So there you go. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll be back very soon. Yeah, very soon. Um, so check in at uh, DuelingGenre.com. 
for um, updates and things of that nature, new episodes. Uh, if you are subscribed to the iTunes feed, you should just stay subscribed. It should be fine. Um, if you don't find this episode in your feed for some reason, uh, I would recommend uh, unsubscribing or resubscribing. But I did a 301, so I think I think that should do the trick. I think it should be fine. That's what I did with Doctor's Companion, and it seemed to work fine. Yeah. So, um, so there's that. And then if you want to email us, you can email us uh, contact at duelinggenre.com. Um, so if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that there. And remember, we are looking for writers for Geek by Night uh, for the reboot. So uh, drop us a line at that email as well, contact at duelinggenre.com. And uh, we will give you instructions as far as like how to um, apply for the show. Um, and then pretty soon, in a couple months, we'll start casting. So that's fun. There you go. Yeah. Hopefully we get uh, a really big turnout for that. That'll be great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Um, all right. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right. See you.